Coming to you from Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge in Ingalls, Indiana. Indiana's exclusive Aladino Cigar Lounge. It's the Final Third Podcast. Welcome back to the Final Third Podcast. I'm Rob. And I'm Isaiah. And today... We're doing something a little bit different. We've got quite a few pours on the docket and a beer and... Yeah. What are we smoking? Yeah, so today we're going to be smoking the Black Label Trading Company Lawless in the Churchill size. Um, This is an Ecuadorian Habano Rosito wrapper (laughs) with Nicaraguan binder and filler, medium to full strength, and we're going to be smoking that with several several things today. Many, many things. Many, many things. So the first thing I'll say is... Um, just went to Pax Verum's Way Out Festival last last week, and this was actually the beer that they gave away to the VIP um, ticket holders, I guess, yeah. on the way out. This is one that Colt made called Heavy Ru- or Heady Rush. It's a terpene-infused smoothie IPA. So we're going to taste that one today, <laughs> and then we're going to be sampling through several bottles that I found in, in Lexington uh, when Lisa and I went down there last week. Yeah, I mean, Rob and I are in no rush today, so they'll be <laughs> That's why we got the Churchill. That's why we got it all, baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why we got it all. Well, cool. And we got some fun things to talk about, I'm you sure. You want to start so. on the cigar or the, or the yeah. beer first? Yeah, let's yeah. do a cigar. Okay. I figured we should at least get a cold draw before we That would be a good idea. That would be a good idea. Um, well, and one thing, one of the re- another reason why, other than the fact that it's just a great cigar, um, we have an event coming up with... Black Label Trading Company. Calvin's going to come up. We're really excited to see those guys. It is September the 9th, and it's going to be from 5 to 9, I believe is what he set it up as. So he's going to be coming out. We're going to be getting some new stuff or some stuff from them. Plus, they're one of the brands that brings out certain cigars only for events. So there's going to be two or three cigars that we're going to have at that event. That's the only place you can get them. So that'd be a good time to get in here yeah, and get a and, box uh, and get some stuff. Black label get. fans go crazy for their event cigars. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I um, have not smoked any of them, I don't think. So I don't think I ever have either. I am, I'll be intrigued to do so. Well, I've never been to a black label event. So yeah. I think the only one around here that's ever been is probably over at Smoker's Choice. And mm-hmm. that's been a while back. Yeah. <clears throat> well, on the uh, cold draw, for me, I'm getting a lot of that fig sort of sweetness in. Uh, it's yeah. almost kind of savory. There's almost maybe a black pepper or something as well in there, but there's also like a, and it's probably the fig you're thinking, but it's very very raisiny. Yeah. Um, yeah, but there's also almost like a little chocolate on the tongue. Oh, I could see that for sure. Mm. Yeah, good. It's probably from that Rosito. Probably. <laughs> Rob and I were talking about all the different rapper names people use to make them sound interesting and cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I wonder it's, what Rosito cool. is. Got these, uh, got some, a couple, just a couple of them. I wanted to try out and here, see if anybody wanted them. I had people asking for the soft flames. Okay. So I got a, it's a Calibri and I can't remember the name of it, but it's a Calibri soft flame. Oh, it's, it's the, the dual, dual flame. Yeah. So I'm going to use that today. It's, a, it's turned up way too high. <laughs> per usual fine. with you. It is, <laughs> it is a campfire. Oh my goodness. Rob, that is that's intense. Like that soft flame is giant on there. Yeah, I could turn and it. And it's still butane. Still butane. Cool. 
Yep. So this is probably the right way here. Yeah, so there you go. But it's still two jets. It's two flames on there, so you can actually manipulate it, make it fatter, whatever you want to do. So kind of nice. Oh, yeah. It's expensive, uh, but it's nice. How expensive are we talking? Um, I'd have to look. I think it's like 135 or something like that. It's kind of standard. It's with in the standard with Calibri, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Um, talk about chocolate and baking spice on this cigar. It's like. Mm. Oh, yeah. It's got a really nice, smooth black pepper on the, on the retrohale. Yeah, it's creamy. It is. Like it's a really creamy smoke. Um, let's get into some beer. Yeah, so. let's do it. Heady Rush, terpene infused smoothie IPA. And if you know us, or at least me, I don't, I'm not 100% sure on Isaiah. I'm not a huge smoothie beer fan. We have to roll the can to unlock the dankness. Nice. nice. Well, the reason why this was made, and honestly, I don't think Cole is a huge fan of making a bunch of the milkshakey kind of stuff. But the whole point of the Way Out Fest was make the weirdest beer you can make. And there were some really good, weird beers out there. I mean, I had some of the best sours I've ever had. Really? There was a pina colada sour that was delicious. Um, but there was also, you know, Pax, Pax had a lot of great sours and some other great beers. And then um, the, the one that won Brewery of the Year was Tarnished Hollow. This hasn't even opened yet. <laughs> Uh, they won it at Way Out They Fest. won it at Way Out. And I think they actually either won last year or just had a lot of people talking about them. Uh, that's Brandon. He's actually getting ready to open up at Elwood. So oh, I'm okay. excited to go try his stuff because I got to try one or two of his beers, and they were actually pretty good. So yeah. no, that's awesome. People who watched me pour that beer are probably going to be like, man, that guy knows nothing about beer. <laughs> no, I know that with smoothie beers, that you got to let them – or. My strategy is always pour them hard so that they lose some carb and aren't just crazy filling. Pink grapefruit juice, man. Huh. That is so good. I love grapefruit juice. Oh, my gosh. That's good, isn't it? So he said uh, prickly pear, Alfonso mango, and blackberry kush brew gas terpenes. So, uh, Created pink grapefruit to me. I don't know about ABV you. 7.0. I I can see the mango in there though. Yeah, I could get into this. I always I always mess with him when he like specifies like really down to the point with his fruits and stuff like that. And he's like, Oh yeah, that's for the label. Yeah. There are some things that he's like, No, that actually does have a better flavor, but yeah. It's mango. It's mango. <laughs> oh my gosh. How's it like doing with the cigar? Normally, I don't do IPAs in a cigar. No, um, it's actually not not terrible. It's I mean, I'm glad we're only drinking half a can because it's gonna it's gonna ruin the cigar long term. I think just because again, IPAs and cigars don't usually go together unless you're just in the yeah. mood for an IPA. Yeah, and this is not a pairing episode. Our last one was so. Um, if you're looking for a pairing, check out the. What did we do? Larceny Barrel Proof and the Aladino Limited Edition, which is not yes, yet up on the board. Yes, we put that up on the board. I forgot about that. <laughs> Come on, Rob. That's on me. Yeah, yeah, So we'll, we'll put that up today. <sighs> and that is a great pairing. Yeah. It was a great pairing. It was. But, yeah, I'm, this is actually a really good beer. I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. I was expecting it to be a lot more on the dank side. Yeah, And it's also not a lot more on the... Um, milkshakey side the one thing i do appreciate about colt is 
he'll do it in the style of a smoothie, mm-hmm. and then it'll come out looking more like a beer. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I appreciate that because yeah. there are so many smoothie ones that literally look like a smoothie in your glass. Which They're like, terrible. I have liked a couple smoothie beers. They taste good. They're just not beer. They're not beer. <laughs> they do the same job. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Just like a fireball is not whiskey. <laughs> Sorry, Scott. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to Dr. John. Cheers to the fireball man. Yeah. I keep trying to get him to commit to doing a uh, short segment for the show. Because it sounds like he's kind of interested in it. Is he really? I think so. That's good. I told him we were actually absolutely serious because it'd be hilarious. We just got to keep him to like a couple minutes. We can't have him yeah, go for no. his normal hour. <laughs> I mean, he's got three minutes tops. Yes. But he What will, might even be funnier is let him just ramble on and we just cut it off at three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be good. But he is always he is on all of these cigar facebook pages and he has he started a group chat just to complain to <laughs> that's how our group chat started know, with I scott know. johnston complaining to us about relative humidity of facebook <laughs> yeah oh my gosh yeah it was actually so. pretty funny but he he does get on the high horse every once in a while and bashes everybody on the internet well and the funny thing is is that people will go back and forth with him on it and all they have to do is look at his profile to realize he's a phd (laughs) yeah hey dude probably knows what he's talking about yeah yeah more than likely more than likely no i mean he definitely does yes he does just absolutely nutty it's so funny it is great uh, some guy this week was complaining on Facebook that his um, humidor was dropping humidity when he plugged it in. And turns out he didn't have a thermoelectric one. He had one that legitimately cools. Like it has all of the things in there for refrigeration. And uh, Wait a minute. His relative humidity was going down when he refrigerated yeah. it? Yeah. Should be the other way around. The cooler it gets, the relative humidity goes up. I'm just telling you, <laughs> Scott had a complete reason for it to do that. Okay. Well, it could have been actual air conditioning that was pulling in cooler air and drier air. Yeah. That could have been why. Yeah. Um, but true relative humidity. Let's get into true relative humidity. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to do that because. No, because no, Scott will call us out on something we said wrong. He will. <laughs> And it's uh, fine. He it know, is fine. He knows better than it's I fine. do. It's fine. Scott, you're what fine. What do I do? I have a thermoelectric humidor, and I, to re- regulate my humidity, just don't plug it in. Yep. It works per. <laughs> that's exactly what I do. It, it, it works so much better. It does. I am. Uh, I plug mine in only during the summer. Yeah. Because during the summer, my the room that it's in gets a little warmer, and I plug it in just to cool it down a little bit. During the winter... I didn't plug it. Yeah, I haven't even plugged mine in this summer. Your house stays a little bit more traditional or true to humidity yeah, most of the yeah, year. So. so I just keep it unplugged, and then I don't have to fight with it. Right now, my humidor is sitting at 68%, and uh, that's great because yeah. I have 65% Bovida boxes in there, and they're going to collect all the humidity that they need to get yep. through the winter, the winter again yep. with me. That's exactly it. <laughs> I think mine's sitting at 66 or 67, 
And I've got 65s in mine too. Yeah. So and that's what's wild about it, man. I mean, if you if you use those boxes in those big humidors, you know, some people and by will box, say, we mean the 320 gram. Yeah. It, and the thing is, you know, some people will use one and that'll get the job done. Yeah. Most of the time. Oh, yeah. I use two because they work together. And I literally have two that I've had for probably five years that just bulk up in the winter or in the summer <laughs> yeah. and then come down in the winter and they just keep working back and forth. And, um, I mean, yeah, if you got a good environment, they'll last for a really long time. Yeah. I mean, mine, it lasted all the way through winter. They recharge in the summer, and I don't know how long I'm going to get out of them. I've only had this humidor running a little over a year now. Yeah. Um, and I think I'm going to have quite a long while with those Bovita packs. I've been really surprised with mine because I, you know, I, I have not maintained it at home at all. I haven't paid even atten- any attention to it because I'm smoking cigars here all day. Yeah. And um, I'll, I'll look at it maybe once a month. I'll go in there and go, oh, it's still 66, 67%. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> it's like right next to my bed at the house. Oh, nice. And, I had, and so I'll look at it probably like twice a day. But I have another one under my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Is Victoria going to be okay with you having it right next to your bed? I don't know. <laughs> She's going to say, you love that more than me. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, Victoria. She's not listening. She's to this. not listening. No, to this there's shit. no Come on, way. Man. Come on. Why dude. would she? No way. You know, I did. Uh, I did catch Lisa the other day listening to our podcast, and I'm like, that's kind of wild. She's actually listening to us. I think she's actually just checking to see she if we're talking has. about her. <laughs> she has. She's listened to every one of them. But it's only because you're fan. trying to figure out if we're talking about you. <laughs> she has literally walked in the room and smacked me. I'm like, what? She's like, I heard what you said on the podcast. I'm like, oh, it's like, I don't remember okay. what I said on the podcast. <laughs> I don't, man. I don't remember what we talked about last week. Huh? Oh, yeah. So there, that's what it was. There was uh, We were talking about the uh, the people that came here for the PCA meeting. Yeah. And it was the cigar box. They couldn't remember his name. And she's like, she walks in the room and just, what's it, Mike? Matt? Yes, Matt. <laughs> so she comes in the room and goes, Matt. I'm like, what? Let me answer your Matt? question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll do that stuff to me a lot. Yeah, I can't do that. I, I, <laughs> it just feels rude to walk into somebody and just say a random <laughs> name. Random name. <laughs> like, doesn't yeah. even make sense. Well, we, um, I, I, I don't listen to, I don't know. Do you listen to the show? This show? Uh, yeah. No. I Well, the only time I do is if I'm traveling I and edit it on a podcast. Yeah. So. Also, if I know it was a particularly funny show, like my last day show, <laughs> I listen to that one. By the way, we probably need to set the equipment up on your bachelor party night. I was kind of thinking about Get that. a little bit of it. You know, honestly, if it comes to the point where it's not really good to we can out. have it anyway. We'll just have it thrown on the TV one night for people to come and watch <laughs> or something. We need to actually have the, you need to have the drunken episode available for us to have playing during the bachelor party oh, too. no. No, people don't need that. Dude, everybody's keeps asking me about it. We'll, we'll just make a memory for them. <laughs> make a memory for make them. Make a memory. Oh my gosh. I guess we could just. They can see it live and in action. That's, they will. They'll see it live and in action. Oh yeah. Are you having fun with the new toy? I am, man. Honestly, I think our audio came out really well. 
uh, last week. And then the other thing is, is now I can do stuff like this. <laughs> so every time you talk about your mom or dad being dead, I'm just going to be like. <laughs> nice. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I'm depressed. Now he's sad. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're, we're getting some stingers and stuff in here. So hopefully, I don't know. It's just add another They'll element just pop to up show. every once in a yeah. while. Yeah. We'll get Isaiah saying something really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He'll never record it for it, though. That's the problem. It's always going to be my stupidity, not his. Well, yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm the guy with the power here, Rob. I'm the guy that bought the damn thing for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, our, our sponsors bought it. Oh, that's true. That's true. Oh, man. So... We're pretty much professional. Um, yeah, we're pretty much for pretty much by saying it. It's obviously true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we're going to be able to do some like zoom shows that do video call stuff. So hopefully we can start lining people up. That'd be great. Yeah. To do that. Cause, uh, well, once we get ready, let me know. We'll just, we'll just contact a couple of people and get them on. Yeah. Um, cause I know, I, I mean, I know a lot of people really enjoyed that uh, show with Alan Bishop. I'm sure we can get him on again. Yeah, I mean, um, we could do a... We can get the boys from... Hopefully get the boys from Starlight to come on sometime. Yeah, that'd be tight. Um, yeah, all over the place, man. It'll yeah. make it a whole lot easier to get people on. Yeah, the Alan Bishop show was amazing. It was. Is, have you talked any more with him about him coming up for a release? No, I don't know if he's going to be able to make it up, dude. He's he's one person down in there, and he's just... We've, we've texted a few times, and he said, oh, man, I'm going to give you a call. And then he gets working all night, and he's he never gets a chance. Up. He's just he's very yeah. covered up. So I would I would say probably not, but I'm going to keep asking him. <laughs> I'd like to have him and, oh, yeah. and um, Justin come up and be here for a while. Well, that would be fun. Also, we could, we could pin it as good publicity for uh, Spirits of French Licks. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I just want people to... To give Brandy a chance. Yeah. She's a fine girl. She's more than a fine girl. She'd be a good wife, too. <laughs> well, she might be an abusive wife. These ones might be an abusive wife. These might be. Um, oh, my gosh. They will get you in trouble. For real. Well, we don't have any. Well, we've got maybe maybe an ounce of the, the Lee Sinclair finished one. That's the only one we got <laughs> left all- now. Oh my goodness. Other two sample bottles. Have you been drinking on them? I've been sharing them with everybody. Yeah, everybody loves them. That's good. All right, I want to get in some whiskey. Dude, I'm cracking up at this. This is rough. Okay, so this uh this bottle is called Dexter Three Wood. It's a straight bourbon whiskey finished with two hundred year oak, maple wood, and cherry wood. It's from Brain Brew Custom Whiskey. It is fifty point three percent. And uh, let's see what we can find out about it. There's not a lot of information about it. Not a whole lot. Um, but it does say it's made made and bottled by by Dexter. So it should not be, or not Dexter, by Brain, Brain Brew. Brew. Yeah, it does so say it produced, finished, and bottled. Um, it's, it's, I, I really enjoy it. I don't, you may not, I, but uh, I really the like it. The interesting thing to, <laughs> to me about this is this neck tag. Mm-hmm. The neck tag oh, kind of funny looks too. like old like cigarette packaging advertisement, and it says "Ultimate Recommendation," one of the top twelve bourbons in the world. In the world, baby, yes. According to the Ultimate Spirits Challenge twenty twenty, 
Which no one knows anything about. <laughs> that That's the beautiful thing about uh, awards is that I could call, I could make up an awards organization and call yeah. Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge the premium, the yeah. most premium tobacco retailer in, in the, the world. entire world. Actually, no, the universe. The universe. Yes. You know what? That'll make it even more believable. It's hard to press to even find a good cigar lounge on Mars. <laughs> I'll bet it is. I wonder. You missed your button, man. You could have had the. You could have had the the button going. <laughs> <laughs> We're figuring it out. Oh yeah. Okay. Thanks, bud. Uh, so. Today, we're getting into one of the top 12 bourbons in the in world. In the world. <laughs> uh, and it's so top that, that you have good. never heard of it. Nope. But I'll it's Ohio. one of the top 12 in the world. So just, I knocked my cigar over. Oh, talking too much. So, yeah. So, what we got here is we've got Dexter, which is out of Ohio. I found these in Lexington. They're not, they're not, um, Distributing in Indiana yet that I know of. Yeah. But Dexter, Bluegrass, which they're in downtown, Le- or right next to, well, no, they're downtown Lexington. And then you've got Circle City Whiskey Company. Um, this is their bottle and bond that will be coming out. As soon as they get transferred over to um, Indiana Small Batch, I'll be buying from them. And then the Brothers of the Leaf, which if you listen to Alan Bishop's show, he just had the boys from Brothers of the Leaf on mm-hmm. his show. And um, they kind of did a little shout out to us about we need to do a collaboration at some point with them. And um, so I found a bottle of their rye uh, down there. That was the only one they had was the rye, not the bourbon. And I liked it. I think you're going to really like it because it's got that m- more spice to it that yeah. is not always my jam, but I know it's yours. Totally. Uh, this Dexter is pretty good. It, it's it, a lower proof. It's only 100 proof. Yeah, it, it drinks Hotter than it 100 does. proof. It and does. it kind of reminds me of a toasted bourbon. So it mm-hmm. wouldn't surprise me if some of those woods were toasted. Um, it has a lot of spice in the back end. And it is almost... This sounds mean. It It's almost more like a younger whiskey spice. Like it's not it's not a rye spice or anything like that. It's just kind of yeah. that, that heat. Well, it's but not it's super really dark. No, um, huh. But it doesn't have an age statement. So that means it has to be at least four years. So at least four years on it. So that's not a bad thing. Um, I thought it was. I was pretty impressed with something I'd never even heard of. Well, and obviously it's in top twelve in the world. So it, it is the top twelve in the world. Yeah, it had to be good. So, oh, I'd love to talk to their marketing people, find out how much they laughed about that. <laughs> Dexter whiskey, top twelve in the world. Yeah, <laughs> faded out, baby, faded out. <laughs> but I but I was really impressed with it. I was I was shocked how good it was. I'm, and honestly, it wasn't an expensive bottle. None of those were expensive. Um, I'm thinking maybe what what does the um, the maker's BP go for? It's like seventy five or eighty. Yeah, I think I got that yeah. one for set. That was the only one that was seventy nine ninety nine. The other ones yeah. were fifty nine ninety nine. Bluegrass oh, and, and or no, I got bluegrass um, there. The um, Brothers Leaf and Dexter, I think we're both fifty nine ninety nine or something. Yeah, I in that was range. Uh, cracking up when you sent the picture because you bought like all toasted, <laughs> every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, that was the only thing new. The really. uh, the Dexter is not confirmed toasted, but it tastes toasted. Tastes toasted, yeah, yeah. That 
That's good. So did you do a tour at Bluegrass? Yeah, I did a tour at Bluegrass. It takes like 26 seconds. Their place is tiny. Really? Oh, this room, it's not much. It's probably maybe twice the size of our room here, the whole entire distillery. But they, in the next couple months, are opening up an insanely beautiful place. It's out on the outskirts. It's going to be huge on like, I don't know how many acres they've got, but I would I guess probably 20, 30 acres. Wow. Um, it's it's beautiful. they got a big barn. They're going to have a really beautiful tasting room, and obviously the distillery is going to go out there and everything else. So they've really stepped their game up. Right now, they're they're using two little bitty pot stills. That's all they've and got. And that's what they're running for and that's everything? That's what they're running for everything. So that's they're crazy. they're going to step their game up when a I, lot. When I've been in Nashville, I've seen pics of bluegrass stuff. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I— for them yeah. to be that small and putting picks out, even just a state away, mm-hmm. like I was shocked. I was shocked a, at how bit, how small they were. But honestly, they're making great stuff. Yeah, good for them. We tried. Um, Lisa ended up buying a bottle of one of their original releases, which was Blue Run or Blue something. Their Blue um, Corn one. No, it's um, it's just that was the name of the brand. Okay. They did the same thing, kind of the New Rift did. They had their. Um, source whiskey uh-huh. to start out with, which was a different name. Yeah. And then when they had their own stuff, it was bluegrass. Okay. And um, so she bought one of those, which was in a Sauternes barrel. I think it's how you yeah. pronounce it. And she really liked it. Um, it was a little funky. Yeah. But she liked it. A lot it. of times those Sauternes barrels, like, they impart a note that I think of as, like, cantaloupe. Like, she said that. That's exactly really, what she yeah. said. Yeah. 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 That's, a, that's like the signature of flavor for me from Sauternes. That's cool that you said that because it's exactly what she yeah. she came up with that. And it's really interesting because if you have a pretty heavy bourbon in a Sauternes barrel, it is not. <laughs> I, I have never liked a super rich, like full bourbon that was put in a Sauternes barrel. Oh, yeah. You get one that leans more lighter and fruity and floral, and it's a it's a good time. <laughs> yeah, all there right, we go. Robert. There we go. Get it behind my back. It's a little bit better. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to tell. I was going to go ahead and while we're here, while we're in this kind of a middle here, we have um, some events coming up. So if I go at least go through those, so everyone knows what's going on. Um, August the thirtieth is Spa Day number two. Spa Day. So if you've ever been here on a usually Wednesdays, but she's been here other days. Andrea is um, one of our regulars here, and she owns a salon and she does massages and all that stuff. So she's going to be coming in here doing. 15-minute massages for 20 bucks, and yeah. it'll be a good time on that night. And I think she's actually bringing somebody to do manicures, too. So that'll be something else. So you can get your get your manicure. Yeah. Um, uh, Scott DeShong told me that they were wonderful. Pedicure. Well, pedicure. maybe manicure. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> you did a pedicure? Pedicures are freaking great. Oh, yes, yeah. they are. Man, I'm those, those my poor ladies. One. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> um, so then August 31st, which is a Thursday night, the Indiana Bourbon Clubs meet up. They usually yeah. come in here and meet up. So we get a few people coming and hanging out. So if you are a part of the Indiana Bourbon Club, that's always a nice night to come out and maybe meet a couple people from the club that you may don't maybe don't know or bring some of your buddies from the club. Um, September 2nd, we have the Acoustic, <laughs> yeah, words, Acoustic Junkies. Um, they're, they're, it's a duo that comes in. They're going to do like a, a duo set. Um, they're apparently, they travel around and do a lot of local music and we don't know much about them, but we've heard great things and 
one of the girls that's um, that's in it, she's going to be, or she's a regular of ours. So we're like, yeah, bring her in. Let's see cool. what we do. Yeah. Then we got, like I said, Black Label Trading Company coming up on September the 9th from mm-hmm. 5 to 9. That's going to be a lot of fun. Is just Calvin coming for that? Calvin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll eventually get, hopefully get some of the brand owners to come in with those. But, I mean, we're, we're brand new. Calvin's a good time. Too. Calvin's a blast, man. You guys are going to love him. Um, and then we've got the Ingalls Fall Festival coming up September the 16th, um, which is literally right across the railroad tracks from us. Crux and Case Elegance are doing a, a collaboration event. Oh, cool. And that one's coming up September 28th. And then um, just looking further, further out, October 10th to the 12th, we're going to be closed. Okay. Because we want a vacation. So we're going to take a vacation, yeah. which that's only Tuesday through Thursday. So it's yeah. not a big deal. You guys don't even show up anyway. <laughs> Tell me about it. Um, just kidding. And then, Wednesdays um, are packed. Wednesdays are packed. <laughs> and then the last one on the list right now, October 21st, set your calendars for this. Aladino's in the house. Oh, yeah. Gusto and Trey Mack will be here. Gusto's actually going to be here? Yep, yep. I think that might be one of his last um, events he's going to do until his, I think he's having surgery on his knees, Lisa? Yeah, on one of his knees. He's been having some issues, and it's time for him to get his get his knees back to health. So yeah, um, we'll be having him out here. So we'll have, of course, during all the events, um, we do really good deals on boxes. You're going to get 20% off boxes plus any of the freebies that they give out, which are usually cigars for every four or five you buy. You walk away with a lot of cigars and a lot of fun too. And I'm sure we're going to probably pull some pairings up too, especially with the black label stuff. Because yeah. other than maybe the Rave, everything else that they have is medium to full. Yeah. And um, so we can do some really good pairings that would go really great with our old-fashioned uh-huh. or any of our barrel picks too so so yeah so that's some stuff coming up so if you guys are able to get out here and, and be a part of some of our events i think our events really go well and they're very well you know very well attended so hopefully you guys can get out here and hang out with us so my commercial is over <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I'm enjoying this Dexter whiskey quite a bit. Are they calling it a bourbon? Um, or yeah, yeah, it's a straight bourbon whiskey. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean actually, I was this pleasantly is surprised. And I will say, out of all the ones I got, um, so I got that one, the bluegrass, the brothers, the leaf, and the um, BEP from Makers. Yeah. I got all four of those. That was my winner of the four. Okay. Just in just flavor. Yeah. Bluegrass was right behind it. Then Brothers of Leaf and then Makers. But it's only because I'm not a Makers guy. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure other people would say make that Makers BEP is the winner by far, but it's just not my jam. So Okay. So they have a cocktail recipe on the back of this. Have you seen this? Uh-uh. So what you're going to do right now is critique this recipe. It, this is their original 1862 old fashioned. Mm. One and a half ounces of Dexter bourbon. Okay. Three drops of bitters. You do three drops of bitters. <laughs> One teaspoon of simple syrup. Stir with ice for 10 revolutions. Then garnish with the lemon peel. It might be fine. No, no, no. 
the craziest thing to me is, is you're going to ask for one and a half ounces of bourbon. So That's a tiny, tiny cocktail. <laughs> I mean, standard is two ounces. Yeah, but I mean, our, ours is more like two and a half. Well, it's more like almost three ounces with everything together. I mean, one and a half ounces is just bourbon. Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you switch from ounces to... Teaspoons and drops. Teaspoon <laughs> and drops. Maybe that's how they did cocktails back in that day. Nobody knows how they did cocktails back in that day. Their great, 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 great grandpa had it written down how they did the recipes, Isaiah. They're the only one in the world that ever did that. Yeah, and somehow <laughs> he owned a jigger so that he could do ounces. And ounces, yes. But forgot to use it to measure his simple syrup. <laughs> Well, because you only want a teaspoon. Only a teaspoon. Exactly. No, I'm sure it's I fine. bet that's like, I bet a teaspoon's close to three-quarter ounce. Not a teaspoon. Tablespoon. Teaspoon wouldn't. Teaspoon's less than half ounce, I bet. I don't know. Huh. Our wonderful new table is brought to you by Deadwood Live. That's D-E-D Wood Live. Go check them out on Facebook and see what Derek can do for you. From bars to tabletops to a giant podcast table, they specialize in making super high-quality furniture from live-edge woods and reused barrels. So reach out to them on Facebook and see what they can do for you. Hey Siri, how many ounces are in a teaspoon? (laughs) 0.17 fluid ounces. So it's not even a quarter that's, of an ounce. That's low, low. Yeah. Of course, it's also... But also, it's a sweeter bourbon, so I mean, it might be fine. <laughs> You're going to be definitely tasting the bourbon a lot more. They than are that. really trying to get you to only taste the bourbon. Because three drops. Three drops. How do you do three drops, Rob? I don't know. I don't know. You just I'm just sitting here thinking, if you do a at double... The bottle, think about it. You do a double of that. You got three ounces and you got barely a quarter of an ounce of simple. <laughs> <laughs> Which we do a half ounce of simple here. Yeah. Um, or or a quarter if someone wants it to be a little less sweet, but it just depends on what you like. Yeah, ridiculous. I'm really digging this stuff, man. Yeah, man. It's great. Also, this uh lawless is fantastic. It really is. Um it doesn't it's it's habano, but it's it's a dark habano. Yeah, yeah. It still has oh, yeah. those uh Still has a lot of those richer, more chocolatey characteristics in it, but that baking spice quality, almost that kind of like toasted wheat bread thing is still there as well. Well, it'd be interesting to find out because, I mean, a lot of brands do this. Their binder and filler are Nicaragua, Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. Who knows what tobacco that is? I mean, it could be anything. It'd be nice to see them break it down a little bit more like La Galera does. La Galera does a great job of breaking down all the tobaccos. Maybe not all of them, but for the most part, even though you can never recreate that blend. I mean, it's not like it you're giving out a recipe. No. I mean, each field is going to change your tobacco flavor. So, yeah. Crazy. They're all secretive. Yes. It's one thing if it, you were in the beer space doing that, but. Damn, son, you're drinking up. You got a rough day coming up or something? No. I literally poured light so we can uh, work through this stuff. Uh, okay. Okay. Catch up, Buttercup. Let's go. <sighs> For the boys.
Um, so we're gonna we're about to get into this bluegrass. This is a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Um, it's a single barrel, 117 proof, toasted oak, um, in which it was secondary aged in toasted oak. Okay. And it is the words that we all love, non-chill filtered. Uh, I had made a uh, Manhattan last night with a non-chill filtered product. You made a man Manhattan last night's what you made. What? It was a man's Manhattan last night. It was a big boy. It was a double. <laughs> That's good. Um, trying to give me hammered, aren't you? <laughs> Damn it. What do you got to do today? Work. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> you got time to sober up before people show up. True. It's too <laughs> hot outside right now. Yeah, I know. Um, but I had made one with a non-chill filter product that was at cash strength. And uh, it clouded up on me immediately once it hit the ice. Yeah. And I was like, it's not the most beautiful presentation, who but cares? It tasted good, who didn't cares? it? Yeah. What What do you use? Your favorite? Oh yeah, I used the Ambarana crap. That's right. <laughs> Starlight Cigar Batch Rye. Gosh, um, trying to find something good for it. Well, honestly, uh, one of the better ways to drink that, but still not the best Manhattan. Yeah. I just don't know what that's good for anything, man. I can't even think that would be a good old fashioned. And I like rye old fashions. I just can't yeah. think that would be a good old fashioned. Well, the hard part is, is the one that I have is super like dry cinnamon forward. Oh, okay. Like it, it almost lacks in sweetness. It leans towards that. So I figured in a cocktail, you'd be able to add that sweetness. No, it blew the vermouth completely out. Like the really the best uh, the best sip was right when you got to the bottom with the cherries and they had released some of that juice. Like. You know, it might be interesting to do that. Now, it would not look as pretty as a traditional Toronto, but it might be interesting to use that in a Toronto with the Fernet and see what the Fernet would do with that. I think that could be really medicinal in a good way. In a good way. I think it could actually help it. I may bring mine back in and try it that way and see if I can save that bottle. (laughs) By the way, you know. I keep thinking that I'm just going to pour it over apple cider. Probably would help it. I think it'd be great. It might be, might be fine. Yeah, I tell you, you ne- next time you do a performance or a, you know, a worship or something like that, you should just walk out and, and play this song. I want you back by, by young Michael Jackson. Yeah, I uh, just walk out and do that, man. I have only ever played this live one time. You played it live <laughs> yeah. once. Yeah. Could yeah. you get your voice that high? No, <laughs> no. Yeah. No, How, and that's what's so cool. We were talking about this the other day when this came on. I'm like. This song literally is like, well, I don't know how old Michael Jackson was. I'm guessing maybe 10. Yeah. 8, 10, whatever. Little guy. And this song is still one of their most popular songs they play. I Want You Back by the Jackson 5. And I'm like, how many adults still listen to this kid singing Wail Out, man? I'm like, that's amazing. I yeah, love it. I mean, it's just about as popular as all the kids' bop stuff. Way more popular. <laughs> no, that's just more popular because every parent plays it and just puts their earbuds in to listen to something else. <laughs> uh, yeah, we never did kids bop mm. growing up. Did you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Our girls loved it. <laughs> you were like, oh, this is clean for the kids. They yeah. can listen to listen. secular music. Exactly. It's fine. <laughs> we were progressive. What are you talking about? Progressive. <laughs> okay. On to this bluegrass. No, oh, yeah. 
I haven't even sipped it yet. It smells toasted. It smells light and toasted. It's um, leaning good. on more of the confectionery sugars, not like your dark brown sugars or anything like that. Mm. On the palate, that is thick and rich. It is, and it? it just keeps building. Yeah. Flavor just keeps building for a good half minute. And it ends on a more floral note, which I wasn't expecting. Yeah. But really nice, almost mapley. Yeah. I get that maple kind of that. finish on it. Yeah. I'm impressed with it, man. I'm hoping we can get some of this stuff in here at some point. Yeah. So this one here was a little bit more expensive only because they do. Um, they call it the philanthropy series where they actually give 15 bucks to the charity of their choice at that time, which that's a Carnegie, Carnegie charity there. Um, and I'm like, I don't have a problem. I think it was 70 bucks. I'm like, I don't have a problem with that. It's a $55 oh, that's bottle. Still, it's still not bad. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Well, that's cool. And for such a small place to be able to do that, that's kind of cool too. And, they're going to be small long, man. I'm telling you what, after they get this new lo- location, they're going to be able to make tons and tons of whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Um, and everything that I've had from them is solid. The first thing I ever had from them was their blue corn. So it was a bluegrass blue corn pick Yeah, yeah. Um, that I think Nashville Daily Spirits did. Um, they said, let me sample one of those. It which was good. Is a uh, store, store in the Berry Hill neighborhood of Nashville. Um and it was fantastic. It was grain forward. Like, you have to like a blue corn bourbon. Sure. But it was a really good representation of one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Did they have all their barrels in that room, too? Um, they had a few. Or did they, they have a couple outbuildings? Or what they, was that Well, there, like? there was no outbuildings on site there. I don't know where they were keeping their, their barrels. The only thing I can think of, which we went over next door... Um, after there, and we had lunch, and there was a brewery there called Sixth Street, I think it is, Brewery. Yeah. Um, fantastic beer there, too. And the restaurant that was attached to them, I had probably the, it was blackened catfish and grits. Oh, my God, that was good. <laughs> oh, my God, it was good. God and their bless. beer was great yeah. and everything else, too. But when I went back and looked into their brewery, they had barrels lined up along the wall, so I'm assuming that, that they're using that as part of their barreling. Can't imagine. I didn't see anything on their menu that was barrel age, yeah. so I'm assuming maybe they're helping store some of their b- yeah, barrels back there. Bluegrass, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. But once they get the new location, they'll they'll have all the room in the world. Yeah. Did we already work through your list of things to talk through? I don't know. Did we? I don't know. Mm-hmm. What was the cigar lounge you went to in uh, uh, Lexington? Yeah, I went to Leaf Leaf and Barrel. Okay. Um, those those boys came up here. Uh, before they'd opened up, they'd been open for about six months. They came up here and was just kind of checking things out and wanting to you know, get some ideas and stuff. And they're opened up down there now, and they're in Lexington. Or not Lexington, North Lexington. I think Georgetown's the name okay. of the town. Um, but they're in a strip mall there, and and um, they're kind of going through the, the early one struggles, you know, getting customers in there and, and yep. building the clientele. Uh, but it's a nice little spot, man. I mean, it's pretty big big space it's probably almost twice the size of us um but you know they're they're working through getting some you know getting their liquor selection built up and yeah. cocktail menu and their cigars and all that stuff so be a good place to grow with for some people that's oh, for sure totally. if you're in that area it's definitely worth a shot and you know got to hang out with larry which he's the he's one of the owners there and just a really nice guy do they so have a 
are they mostly boutiques or do they have a lot of heritage brands? A little bit or? of both. Okay. A little bit of both. Yeah, they they good. have a lot of the Aladino stuff there, which it's actually, I think, like 10 minutes from Trey Mack's house. Is so it he really? lives really close yeah. to there, yeah. That's good. I remember where we put our notes together. There we go. <laughs> Just in notes. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. So we'll just talk yeah. about this stuff. Oh, yeah. So you were out on your porch smoking cigars in this weather. No, that was Monday or no, Tuesday. Yeah. It was beautiful it outside. It was nasty. Dude, there was Tuesday. a cool breeze on my front porch. I don't know. I don't know what you guys were complaining about because me and Dude, Bother you, were sitting outside. It was beautiful. On your front porch? Well, he was at his house. So I don't know if maybe just being east a little bit further than you guys was. I think the, both the are key. has fans on his porch. I didn't. And it was like a breeze coming in down the road. It was beautiful. You're probably out there. sitting out there in your boxers again. No, man. I was sitting out there. I sat out there for probably three hours. Oh, my God. Smoking and drinking. It was Dude, beautiful. Dude, it's, like, it's been like a sauna out here. I don't know what it was. We must have been in a pocket because it was nice. It was yeah. beautiful. No humidity at all that day. It <laughs> was think, so weird. I think you were lying. I'm not lying, man. You're a lie. I might have been drunk, but I wasn't lying. <laughs> you got into some uh, some pores. That wasn't was that that day? Yeah, that was that day. That was that. That day. probably was why. Then, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, that's what. Like you were drinking some stag. Couple of seventeen. Yeah, I was just like. Oh, yeah. That was a good night. Dude, I don't know how you're not a furnace. Like, drinking cash-strength pours, first of all, that already heats me up. <laughs> but then being outside in this, I, I don't. Beautiful. I didn't get it. I was a little bit jealous of it, but <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Yeah, because we. I think I had, well, all four of these, plus the BEP, Heaven Hill 17, Stag Jr., there was one or two more. Yeah. I don't care what they were, but yeah. casually. Casually. Yeah. Casually. Yeah. Yeah. I've been out. on a uh a bottle kill spree at the house, just <laughs> trying to get through stuff. Trying to make room for his wife to move in. <laughs> <sighs> not lying. You know I'm you know I'm not lying. lying. He's yeah. not lying. Um she's not happy with how many bourbon bottles I have. And you know, there's a lot of them that are like half drank. Or even less than that. So what do you do? You make a couple cocktails every evening. Oh, yeah. 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 Why is your attitude changing, Isaiah? I don't know. Oh, you, you told me to drink it. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I dipped into a Starlight bottle that I had recently got. <laughs> which, which one was that? That was their seven-year gin. Oh, yeah. How was that? That's what you were going to bring today. You forgot. No, you told me you don't like gin. I don't like gin, but you said you were going to bring it. Oh, okay. I didn't want to. Well, if I knew we were going to do beer and all that stuff, we probably could have done gin. It's all fine. But it is. I don't know what in anybody's mind says. Yeah. I mean, first of all, gin typically is an unaged product. Yeah. And then the barrel-aged gins, you're talking like a year, maybe two. Seven years? That's that's, that's higher age. age than most of the bourbons they're putting out. Did they just, like, forget about it? Like, that's oh, all shit. I can guess. Oh, shit. That's gin. all I can guess. Was it any good? Yeah. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it what leans. What did they do? So, what, uh, just, just straight new oak? What they what they aged in? I have no clue. Okay. I don't know. Well, um, if they didn't stay to being finished, it, it was probably just oak. Yeah. New oak. 
Um, yeah, I don't know what they finished it in or or what type what the barrel was, but it was really good. It cut down on a lot of the sharp juniper notes, and oh, uh, it leans more black pepper. It's kind of a savory gin. See, and that's the thing I don't like about gin. It's usually the juniper. If you can get one that's more citrus forward, I don't, I don't mind them at all, but it, or, or botanical. When you get into that heavy, heavy juniper or pine needles thing, yeah. I hate it. Oh, I, I do enjoy that. Yeah, I mean. But uh, I, uh, I tried it, and then I made some... Uh, a couple bees knees cocktails with it which is a uh it's a gin honey and lemon drink um and you basically shake it it gets nice and frothy because of sure the uh, lemon juice in there and it was fantastic i bet it was it yeah was. well um and that's one of the things i'm trying to get a bottle of which i ordered it and apparently my distributor didn't get it to me but um by the way if you're listening you know who you are um <laughs> we um but it's the aquavit from yeah. french lick which is similar kind of process of gin yeah and um they use that for their bloody mary's down there and it was delicious so i'm trying to get some I'm of that surprised to play you remember with. how good it was rob oh my god <laughs> <sighs> yeah that was a, yeah that was a day that was a day. It was a day. It was Ooh, a great day. It was a great day, but great day. man, we drank a lot. That German place was not as good as I remembered it being. I don't I was with you, but I was also drunk, so I didn't remember a lot. So <laughs> we were in a German place and Rob was singing YMCA. <laughs> was I really? Yeah, you were. Yeah. For there was whatever only reason. One other table in there, the people. I know. There. And the table that had people was right next to ours. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And Apparently, I said schnitzel bitches once or something. <laughs> yeah. Is that where that came from? Yeah. I don't remember saying that either. But it was in the group chat, and <laughs> the first time you you wrote it, you said schnitzel birches, births, B-I-R-T-H-E-S. That's just Siri correcting me. It wasn't Siri correcting you. You typed it. <laughs> man, hang uh, up and hang out. Somebody's trying to call me. Answer it and get them on the show. It's healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably like, "Hey, hey!" Actually, I have no clue what they'd be. Hey, are you smoking about. a cigar and drinking right now? You should stop. Yeah. Cut it out. Quit while you're ahead. This bluegrass is so now. good. I'm trying to get rid of all my healthcare stuff. Just yeah. get rid of them. Yeah. I hate doctor's appointments. God, me too, man. Me I just too. uh. Went through carpal tunnel surgery on both wrists, and it's like I finally passed inspection. That's what I'm inspection. <laughs> well, you go there for all these checkups. They went and do these long term checkups with you, all this and that. And then uh, eventually, you get to the point where they're like, Yeah, you're good, you're cleared. Okay, that's great. I could have told you that before I drove up to Westfield and paid another, you know, visit. Yeah. Well, that's probably part of the whole thing, but still. Oh, it is. They're trying to get their money. It's workers' comp, man. So, aha, yeah. So I'm not paying for it other than gas and time, which is still on your employer. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, not your gas, probably, but your yeah. time. Oh yeah, it counted toward my working hours. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, so we did get in our, um, we got a sign in that was 
showing our private barrel coming from Elijah Craig. <laughs> Heck yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> and it's, um, from, from what I hear now, we should be within two or three weeks of getting it. But I've heard that before, and I'm not, not holding out any hope on that. But the, um, the spiritual French leg, talking to Brooklyn, she said um, that conservatively, and this was, this was a week and a half ago now, um, we should have it within three weeks. So we should be a couple of weeks away at the most right now. So I'm a giant drop here. That's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Yeah. Can't wait for you guys to Get both the Elijah that. Craig and the... Yeah. Oh, it's, it's going to be a good time. It's a lot. Yeah. So yes. hopefully we'll get... You know, and that's one thing I know Dirk and I have been talking about, trying to get a little bit of a uh, an event showed up here or even just a quick drop of, hey, we're releasing it this night and try to get people to come out from his crew and our crew to come out and That'd be try great. that and hopefully, yeah. hopefully drink through quite a bit of that now. I will say it's over 140 proof, so we're not going to be doing normal single and doubles on that one because a four ounce double of that you'll knock you won't be able to walk to your car. Yeah, I think so. We're probably going to do one ounce and doubles will be two ounce. Now we'll price them accordingly; it won't be expensive, but um, we'll probably do one ounce singles and two ounce doubles. Yeah, just for that reason. Um, But you got to try it; it's freaking amazing. Yeah. And down the road, you know, I'd love to get in a more traditional, like, 120-ish proof apple brandy from them, like that Clifty, something like that. Yeah, which I mean, is that's a, still 129. It's 129, but it's not 147. It's not 147. <laughs> that is true. That is true. So we'll try to get some of those in down the road if we can get some apple brandy lovers in here. But once you try it, man, you're going to love it. I was Trust scrolling us. through uh, secondary yesterday and saw somebody put up an Obtanium Light Whiskey from Cat's Eye Distilling. So those Mm. are most commonly MGP Light Whiskeys, which are, I mean, it's what uh, Heaven Hill 20 was. It's a light whiskey. It's corn whiskey, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, The proof on it, he put the hazmat symbol on next to the bottle. And I was like, oh, I wonder what the proof is. 160.5. 160.5. What? Yeah. Could you imagine even drinking that? No. No. <laughs> I mean, I want to try it. Oh, I'd want to try it, But too. I don't think it would be. I feel like it, it won't would, be a sipper. It would dissolve in your mouth. Oh, it won't be a sipper. It's definitely something you're going to have to put vapors. on over an ice. Or yeah. if, if it tastes good. That's the yeah. thing, too. It doesn't even have good flavor. Wow. It's crazy. Someone was in here the other day and like, oh, yeah, I, I dubbed a new term. I'm like, what's that? He's like, he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, you know, my buddy and I were talking and, and he's like, you know, man, I, I feel like I've just become a proof whore. And I'm like, we've been using that for a long time. <laughs> he's like, well, I thought everyone said proof hound. I'm like, yeah, I mean, a lot of people do, but yeah. we're not politically correct here. So. <laughs> it's just true. But I will say, and that was one of the things um, – like Eric Jansen was here yesterday. Shout out. Shout out to Eric. Yeah, God he, bless he you. brought in a whole bunch of Peerless for us to try. It was nice. Dan Hand, another shout out. Get you drunk. Um, he was here too. He brought a couple of picks. One was a um, Bardstown pick, um, which was really good. And then um, Wyoming whiskey, um, which was fantastic. I've had some great stuff from oh, Wyoming. Oh my gosh, whiskey. it was so good. Um, so we got to try all those yesterday. We had. 15 bottles on the table we were drinking. Oh, yeah. And um, it was all really good stuff. But um, 
but uh, Eric was talking about the um, uh, Peerless and a lot of the stuff that he does with Peerless and wanting to do a pick and maybe a tasting up here sometime. Yeah, that'd be awesome. He's also working on something kind of special, and I'm going to tease it out here because I don't know if he wants me to say who it was yet, but it could remind could rhyme with Ictors. Okay. So hopefully we might be able to get a cool thing out there. No one's going to know what that is, obviously, no. Uh-uh. no. So hopefully um, he can get that set up. Well, and if you do know what that is, make sure to tease him about it because he's going to be on the next episode mm-hmm. with us. Um, yep, next week we'll have a, have him on here, and it's going to be a blast. Oh, he's, it's going to be a blast. So, so we did come up with a really good podcast idea. Okay. We're going to get Eric and Carson on the show together. Okay. And if you know Eric and Carson, um, they're the same person but opposite genders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the one couple you see that when you, when you listen to them talk, you think, these two people absolutely hate each Surely other. Surely they don't like each other. <laughs> and Yeah, but they love each other. They do. Yeah, it was, it was, it was great. They're, they're such a cool little couple. They're going to be getting married next year and – uh, but he said, yeah, we ought, to get, we ought to have us both on the show. I'm like, dude, that could be hilarious. Yeah, heck yeah. So we'll have to have them both on the show sometime. It could be next week. I don't know if he's going to bring her along or not. Uh, yeah, eventually. I don't know if she's available or if she has to work. I so. bet she has to work. I think we'll she does. Have it in Friday at noon. Right. Which he's on the clock, but he's working from home. He's, he's, he'll be working. He'll be working. Yeah. He will have his email open. Yes. <laughs> yes. Which is important. Just yeah, having the email. He'll just respond back to all his emails. Yeah. Schnitzel bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We should get t-shirts made. We just said schnitzel bitches. <laughs> Birches. <laughs> Schnitzel birds. Schnitzel birds. There'll be about six people that know what that means. It would be. Uh, we do need to get some podcast merch going. Um but well, let uh, us know if if because we'd love to get some some fun merch just just for fun. I mean, we're not gonna make any money doing it, but we we'd like to get some stuff. Would you rather have hats or t-shirts? Yeah, let us let know. us know because um, we got to get something. We'll, I mean, we'll get a really good picture of Isaiah on his bachelor party, drunk as hell, and we'll throw that on a shirt. <laughs> not me. Oh, you never. Me. Oh, you. Uh-uh. Oh, you. Couldn't gotta, be me. I gotta get you passed out on the red couch. Couch, you quit bitching to me about doing that. It was funny, man. It was funny. It was funny. You're gonna be funny though. Oh yeah, it'll be good. Uh, Rob was already talking about getting this stuff out and recording the show during it. So we're going to. Yeah, I mean, uh, although be, I'm gonna need you to show me how to use the board because you're probably not gonna be in any oh, condition to use the board. I'll be great. Michael be here. Oh, Michael's gonna help. be yeah. here. That's right. Isaiah Long's gonna be here. So is my buddy Brandon, and he's an audio engineer professionally. So we'll be fine. We'll let them run the show, and you and I can have fun. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That'll be fun. I think so. I so mean, we might have to have some. Well, and that that actually would be pretty good to have that recorded because, you know. I know you're not going on your honeymoon immediately. You're going uh-huh. later on. So whenever you go on the honeymoon, we could throw out the uh, the uh, bachelor party episode during your honeymoon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. That'll be we great. We will need to uh, record, yeah. record that week anyway. So it might just go the following Monday. We could throw us a very special episode with Isaiah and Rob. Isaiah and Rob. <laughs> Isaiah and his... Last day of freedom. 
<laughs> that's a funny thing. Like, I think it was you that sent that thing. Like, married men are the worst. <laughs> Dude, that was one of the funniest comedy specials I have ever seen. Who was that? It had to be because I was drinking. But, man, oh, who was that? I can tell you real quick. Um, so, Rob sent oh me this clip from a comedy special he was watching on Netflix, I think it was. <laughs> it was. And it, this guy was saying, like, married men are the worst advertisements for marriage. They really are. <laughs> they really are. He's like, married men come up and, you know, they look at a guy that's getting married. He's like, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and his, his wife's like, oh, you're so funny. He's like, no, really, don't do <laughs> don't it. Don't do it. Yeah. He's like, you're going to go to Marriage Mountain. <laughs> it's where all the blowjobs go to die. <laughs> oh, my God. It was funny. I'm trying to find where it was. I know I sent that out. Yeah, you sent it in the chat. I know, but it's not. All the pictures aren't showing up right. My goodness. I'll find it. Keep talking amongst yourself. <laughs> Yeah, we'll do. You have it? Oh. No, I'm sure it's here. What's it, the, it what the heck was Dr. J sending out this picture of a cigar wrapped like a dinosaur? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to buy that shit for me to smoke. Okay. Uh, so this people? is a... Uh, he sent us this picture of a cigar, and somebody was smoking it, and it straight up looked like a dinosaur action figure, it, except it was straight tobacco. And it's exactly a dinosaur. It's a bron. It's a um. What's which one is that one? I don't know. Brontosaurus. Brontosaurus. What it was? <laughs> yeah, I don't know that. That's a it dinosaur was, name. Yeah, brontosaurus. Brontosaurus. Yes. Did you not go to school? Oh, you went to Christian <laughs> I went school. To Christian dinosaurs aren't real. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I just learned about lizards. <laughs> Dinosaurs aren't real in church. All right, so. Oh, my gosh. Where is this thing at, Robert? What? Oh, I can't figure out where it is. Oh, I found it. Did you find it? Okay, yeah. what was his name? I, I know I posted his name Hang above on. it. Uh, Are you going to play it? <laughs> I think we can. I'm going to connect real quick to the board, oh. and we're just going to We're going to play around and figure this, yeah. figure this out. Oh, here we go. Okay. So his name is... Okay, are you ready? Jared Freed, or Fried, Freed, whatever. 37 in singles, the show. All right. Is it working? I don't hear it. Ever come across. They'll be standing next to their wives. They'll look young men. In okay. We're trying it again. Here you go. Married men are the worst marketing team for marriage <laughs> that you have ever come across. They'll be standing next to their wives. They'll look young men in the eyes. They'll be like, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the wife is in on it weirdly. She's like, oh, Robert's so funny. <laughs> And then he keeps going. He's like, every morning is worse than the last. <laughs> and then she's still laughing. He's like, oh, my God. He's like a comedian, just like you. <laughs> and then he's like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> You ever watch a horror movie? You know when they go to the gas station before the mountain they're going to get murdered on? And there's that old guy who's like, you don't want to go home. <laughs> That's every married man I've ever met in my entire... Don't go to Marriage Mountain. 
There ain't no blowjobs up there. There's a lot of long-winded stories without an ending on that mountain. And you gotta go to bed at the same time. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. And that wasn't even the funniest part of the show. It was just what I was listening to at the moment when you guys were texting me. Yeah. So, <laughs> so that that's uh, what that's what Rob sent us. That's yeah. Kind of fun. We can do that now. Jer- Jared Freed <laughs> on Netflix, thirty seven and single. You gotta watch it. It's hilarious. Make sure you're drinking because maybe that's why it was so hilarious. It does make comedy a lot. better. It does make comedy a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, I've been getting into a lot of the comedy specials on Netflix. There are a lot of really good ones on there. Yeah, there are. Oh, my God. Well, and from a lot of comedians that you've... It's a great way to introduce yourself to new comedians. Because it if is. they have a Netflix special, they're obviously somebody. Yeah. And honestly, most of them... I've, I've went through and I've watched a couple of them for like two minutes. If they don't catch me in the first two minutes, they're done. Yeah. So... But most of them are so good about knowing how to catch you in the first two minutes and you got to listen to the whole thing. Rob's favorite comedian is Amy Schumer. <laughs> no, no. I still haven't listened to any of her stuff. <laughs> I can't imagine that being funny. <laughs> You've never Sorry. listened to any of her no. stuff? Yeah, don't worry no, about I it. No, I can't imagine her being even a little bit funny. <laughs> well. What was the other ones we listened to? The, um, the one you had me listen to first. Oh, This Is Not Happening? What was his name? Uh, Segura. Tom Segura, Segura. Tom Segura, yeah. He's funny, too. Yeah, he's hilarious. Gosh. That's kind of fun being able to plug things into the board now. That's, I that's know. actually kind of that cool? cool. I like um, that. I like that. I'll probably have to equalize that audio out at the other end because it could be it loud. It was a little loud, yeah. It'll be fine. Well, hopefully um, hopefully we don't get you know, like any cease and desist from the comedian. <laughs> He's not listening to it this. It was but literally funny. a video you recorded on your iPhone, played through my iPhone True. over Bluetooth to this board. If somebody gives us a cease and desist, <laughs> honestly, it means we're a fan of the show. So, Well, and my other thought was <laughs> we're giving this guy some publicity. Yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, does he not want to? I mean, we're talking about how funny the guy is. That's his whole it's point hilarious. of life is to yeah. be funny. So. So I am uh, switching over to this Brothers of the Leaf Broadleaf Whiskey. Um, it is a straight rye whiskey finished in toasted white oak casks. It is 119.2 proof. This is batch numero uno. And uh, Rob, you said this was MGP? Sure is. It is, yes. Distilled in Indiana, finished and bottled in Louisville, Kentucky by Broadleaf Whiskey, LLC. So, uh yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into this. I do like MGP Rye. You know, Rob, we could hook hook that up to the board so everyone else can hear you, the fact that you're uh, beep, low beep, on beep, insulin beep, beep, or beep. your blood sugar is way out of whack. It's not out of whack. It's just I ran out of insulin, so I got to change it when we get down here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I felt like that was going to be one that you're going to really enjoy. Um like I said, I'll be interested to see what you think. I don't feel like it does anything like the typical 95.5 rye. I feel like it's totally different. It is. Um, it's more spicy to me than typical 95.5, but I enjoyed it. No, I think it's I think it's pretty on par with the 95.5. You think so? Five. Okay. Yeah. You're, I know you're uh, former more familiar than I am. Though, well, it. a lot of people especially a lot of the Indiana brands that are currently using Indiana 95.5 
are buying it and keeping it young because honestly, 95.5 at two or three years is just spicy and medicinal. And there's a market for that. There is. Hello, I'm the market for that. You are. Yep. Um, yep. So uh, people will actually eat that up. But this is fantastic. It It's super toasted. Yeah. Like really toasted. Yeah. And it definitely, and one of the things that they were saying on the show with Alan Bishop, which his show is, I believe, I believe it was on Distillers Talk. I'm not sure if it was that one. He's got two or three shows. Um, I don't know how he does everything. Oh, my gosh. That guy is so busy. Maybe that's why we're having a hard time connecting too much with yeah. stuff. Although, when I text him, he does text right back. So, But, um, but the, um, he, when he was talking to him, the guys were saying that they're really working on trying to, uh, and similar to what we do, trying to work with creating whiskeys that pair well with cigars. Yeah. And um, well, they did it. This pair is fantastic with the lawless. I thought so too. I thought so too. And I really want to try their bourbon, but they were the liquor store I was at was out of stock of it, so I couldn't get any of it. We should reach out to these guys and get them on the show. That's what I thought too. And um, he, um, Alan uh, shouted us out to him cool. on their show about we need to do some collaboration. So I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. So I'll probably, um, Probably get that contact from Alan and see if we get them on the show. Yeah, Since absolutely. they're in Kentucky, obviously we'll have to probably call them in, but that shouldn't be a problem. No, uh-uh. Be anxious to see how good the quality is. I've, I've heard other shows that do the call-ins. They're absolutely crap quality. So the nice thing is about the board that we're using, the only point of bad audio quality will be their side because yeah. we're still going to have this set up on our end. Right, but I'm just... A lot of those call-ins are just so brutally bad. Yeah. Uh, you just ha- The it person on is. the other end just has to be mindful and has to put in some headphones and yeah. not, you know, if well, you've got AirPods, talk into your AirPods and it'll do fine. It should but. be fine. Yeah. Yeah. But the video will Kentucky. probably lack on those, but. I think they're in Louisville, fine. so they shouldn't have any issues with connectivity or anything. <laughs> do you really think Kentucky is that bad? The outskirts, I'm sure, are. I mean, they're probably like southern Indiana, man. There's no freaking coverage anywhere. Yeah. I'm yeah. not picking on Kentucky, but it's so spread out between city to city. I mean, hell, some of those distilleries you go to out the Dog, middle of have nothing. We're in Ingles. We're 10 minutes from Fishers, dude. Come on. <laughs> we don't even have anything out there, dude. We have a Dollar General. Yeah, we do. And a dive bar. Yes, it's for sale. If you want to buy a dive bar and you want Please to create do. something special, yeah. do it, It'd man. be a great place for a barbecue joint. Oh, I think it'd be an amazing spot for a barbecue joint. Um, it would kill it. You wouldn't believe the amount of traffic we get going down this road, coming traveling from you know north to south. I, I think yeah. I think you could do really well. So if you so know how I, to run a stick burner and have some investors behind your back, and they have a new kitchen. They do. So they got that going for them. They've got some new stuff inside well, on that and outside. Patio, like my thought is on the patio is um, open it up a little bit more. Open it up. Put a put a fence so where people aren't walking by your smokers. But put all your smokers out on the patio and ventilate it well. Yeah. Be, put a couple garage doors up there so you can actually open yeah. up more. And I think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, you'd be in business really easily. Yes, and we'll only ask for a ten percent. You know, bump on what you pay. We're not for asking it. for anything other than <laughs> for you to come on the show and bring your food. Yes, and be a good neighbor because I mean that's one of the cool things we've had with them from start was, uh-huh. you know, when they have a big event, 
we tell them, you know, you need some overflow parking, come over here. If we have an event, they say the same thing. You have overflow parking, come over here. I would love to find someone where we could do some collaborative events where we just shut down the road in between us and we just have a big, big party between the two. Yeah. I think that would be a lot of fun. And, you know, obviously right now um, with what they're doing, it may not benefit them that much, but it could be if you did, if you did it some would really be cool good to, food, it'd be to, great. To do a full, like, cigar fest, have a bunch of um, people out there mm-hmm. selling selling their product and, you know, uh, get a we'll couple of food smoke trucks. fest and we'll smoke have fest. smoked meat and smoke yeah. this. Yeah. Smoke this. We'll do all the smoked bourbons, too. Is, uh... Is Smoke at the Creek still going to be happening? I don't know. Um, I hadn't heard anything about it. I did see somebody post something about um, the BCA doing doing their show this year down in Miami or in Florida or something. So I don't know. Honestly, it doesn't. I don't know if it makes a lot of sense to do it. I mean, I know a lot of people around here enjoyed it, but you know, the BCA decided to finally join the PCA, which they should have been all along. It should have never been a I mean, two different they groups. They were both fighting for the same thing. And just the PCA has got all the dollars to it. Yeah. So put it all together. Um, so I, I'm, I'm assuming there's what I saw was they're going to be moving it around a little bit now, but I don't know if it really makes any sense to even do it other than just do everything together. Yeah, but totally. It is what it is. Um, it is nice though for, cause if you, if you were down at the, the, uh, Cedar Creek, the smoke on the creek. Um, you saw that they had a lot. It wasn't just boutiques. It was like hyper boutiques. Yeah. They had a couple of brands who were a little bit bigger, but they were the hyper boutiques. That's not a bad thing having a little show for just the really, really, really small guys to get their name out there. Oh, and you're talking, when you say hyper boutiques, these are people that don't even own a farm or a factory. Yeah. They're, I mean, you're like, having stuff. I think one of the biggest sellers down there was probably Family by Loyalty. Um, I think La Galera has been there before, which I was kind of shocked. Yeah. But I don't remember that for sure. It so w- It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Brad's pretty active. I know uh, Blanco. Blanco's been there the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. He might have been probably the, the biggest one there. Um, so, yeah, it is what it is. Karen Berger, I think her, her crew yeah. was there. Yeah, I did see that. So it is some of those hyper hyper boutique. And the nice thing about that property is, is that they have a liquor license, and they also had kind of the makings for a distillery. They they had their own MGP product for a while, and that's all they're going to be doing. Yeah, they're they're only yeah. going to source, which they're more of a tourist attraction than anything. And it's kind of nice that they realize that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, per back to our conversation with Alan Bishop about what happens when the whiskey quits booming. Yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, that was, I mean, that was really kind of a cool conversation because I think we've probably had five other conversations since then with different people. And everyone seems to be on that same thing. It's like the little guys are going to be fine as long as they have a destination place. Yeah. The big guys are not going away anytime soon. It's going to be those middle tier people that are going to be struggling. And if you have a place like Starlight, I would consider it as a middle tier. Yeah. But they also are a destination spot. They have they a are. lot going on. They got the winery. They got everything with a farm you can do. So they they'll be fine. I, I think it, I think when that happens, Starlight's going to double down into more of their flavored products. Yeah, and, why and honestly, they? they do it well. They kind of already have. Yeah, in all honesty. Oh well, yeah, they're calling it finished, but we know. I know. I know. Now nah, I'm I can't punk on them for it because they do a good job they of do. most of their finishes. So I honestly feel like in Indiana they were they were kind of the the ones coming out and saying we're going to unashamedly finish 
bourbon and do it well. Well, and they did, and, and that that's what they've done. I, I do. think when uh, people like Hard Truth get into that business, mm-hmm. they should consult the Hubers because they got it nailed down to a science. Yeah, they um, do. I, I've tried some of Alan Bishop's finished stuff, and he he does a really good job too. But man, if there's a specific finishing barrel you've you're wanting to try at your distillery. Starlight's already done it. Yeah. <laughs> I just uh, can't imagine anything that they haven't already done. The so. thing I like about what Alan does is Alan's not stuck on bourbon and rye. Alan is like, what's the next weird thing I can do? And he he really leans into the weird with, yeah. in a good way. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm giving him a compliment here. He's into the absence and the aquavit and um, the – weird brandies and stuff. Yeah. He's doing some great stuff, and I feel like that's where his mark is going to be made. Even though he, he makes good bourbon, Lee Sinclair, and he makes great rides with Solomon and all yeah. those, He's I feel like his name is going to be really start to become synonymous with the different, the outliers. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to be all about helping him get there because I, I absolutely love what he's doing. Yeah. And he's a cool dude. He is a really he's cool, a cool dude. He's a cool dude. You know, in the in the musician space, we call those people musicians, musicians, like mm. the people that ju- they just do it on another level. Like most, especially in the worship thing, most people can do that. Yeah. Um, but there are a certain breed of musicians that do it extremely well. And uh, I mean, I would say that about Alan, that he's a distiller's distiller. He's in it because he loves distilling. Yeah. It's just... I I believe he goes to sleep and dreams about a oh. new absinthe recipe. Oh, I mean, <laughs> like, shit, he's growing everything he can at his house just so he can play with it. Yeah, I I love I love the story he told us about um, how his parents realized, you know, I know you're young, and but and you're going to be drinking because we're into distilling. Yeah. So here's a still, figure it out. Uh huh. And when you get something good, bring it to us. Yeah. And I'm like. That's kind of cool because he's like, oh, you know, now I got to figure out how to actually do this. And he did. He did. And he did it from a grassroots standpoint, which, it, and he's still in that mindset. You talk to this guy, you think, this is just a backyard moonshiner. I mean, he smokes Lucky Strikes. He does. He, <laughs> he does. And that was, that was something I heard him talk about on this other show was when he started it. I think it was when he started it, Spirits of French Lick. Um, he's smoking Lucky Strikes and he's smoking them. And um, the distiller, you know, a lot of times distiller or not distillers, but distillery owners will say, you know, make sure you have a clean palate when you're doing this stuff. We want it all to be clean. They're like, he's like, should I, is it okay for me to keep smoking cigarettes? He's like, dude, if that's what you're creating your profiles from, don't change. Yeah. You keep doing what you're doing because uh-huh. obviously your palate is, de- is designed for that. So he's like, I smoke Lucky Strikes and make whiskey <laughs> and he does a good he job does. At it. he does rob i am plenty into the final third on my cigar and you're hardly touching the second third mm-hmm. um i don't know what you've been doing i'm smoking right i'm living good i'm not uneven no no it's all it's okay it's okay whatever i'll teach you one day young sensei whatever <laughs> Dude. yeah it's um it's going to be a fun, fun couple of weeks when we, once we get these new picks in. You know, we're getting closer to fall. You know, I know it's been stupid hot, 
Um, but once this airs, we're going to be back in the 70s. Yeah. It's going to be absolutely gorgeous. I'm kind of hoping we're going to have a nice long fall and not just jump right into winter. That would be um, really nice. Because, I mean, I was telling Lisa, you know, yesterday, I'm like, you know, mid-70s, I mean, <laughs> we're going to see everybody running around in sweatshirts in the mid-70s because we've been 90s, mid-90s yeah, for I a mean, while. I mean, it's been painful. I haven't even cut my grass um, just because it's not going no, anywhere too. right now. Yeah. All you'll do is burn it up right now. Yeah. But that, yeah. And I have stakes and crap in my yard because I'm getting a fence soon. Oh, nice. Yeah. Something else the wife wanted? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't care. Like, it'll be great. Yeah. It'll be great. Right, so the property next to you, is that, that you don't own that yet? Uh-uh. Are you looking to? I told the guy that? I'd be interested Because that is a beautiful view to the north. It is a beautiful view to the north. <laughs> Um, I told the guy that I wanted the property and he was like, I'll sell it to you for 20,000. And I said, Nope, you have 15 into it. I said, when you get tired of paying the property taxes, I've got 10 for you. Yeah. Well, and like you said, the easement's so far off the road, there's no way you can build anything on it. Just extend your patio or something. Well, and come to find out that guy, after he realized how big of a place he could build on it, he went and bought another property and he's currently building on another one. So by the time he finishes one building project, which will probably be a year and a half, two years. You could sell him your property for a nice big big jump. I don't care. I mean. Although then you have to buy something. Yeah. Victoria kept talking about moving. And I finally told her, I said, hey, if you want to dump money into this place and make it everything you want to be, let's do that. Because I've got 120 in my house. And it's a three-bed, two-bath, 1,300 square foot on a third of an acre. And you're getting ready to build a big 400-and-some-square-foot patio on it, so yeah. you'll have a lot of nice outdoor space. But it's like, if we were to move anywhere, this house, if we were to move on the north side like she'd like to, yeah, this house is going to cost 300000 Possibly, and depending it's on like, where you are. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, there's no reason to move. We'll just get you in a Prius. It'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and she travels around for her job, so it's not like she's needing to be at a specific base yeah, anyway. Yeah, serious, serious. You're going to be the one that's figuring out your travel plans and stuff. So. Yeah. I'm still trying to talk her into letting me buy a forerunner, but I get to start making more money before I can do that. Yeah, it'll happen. I mean, you're what, 18? Still? Yeah, so 18. you got plenty of time. 19 on 19. a good day. 12 other days. 12 almost days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah. In the final third of the cigar, it's kicking up um, more black pepper on on the retro hill for me. Yeah, um, those baking spices have kind of intensified. There's almost a clove note on the palate, um, but it still carries through a lot of those dark Maduro notes. It does. It definitely smokes more like a full bodied Maduro than it does a Habano. Yeah, um, but you still get, like you said, a lot of those baking spice. Almost, and not in a bad way, almost that kind of vegetal, which might be what you're talking about, clove kind yeah. of thing going there. Um, it's just a really good cigar, and it's a long cigar. I mean, this is a Churchill. We've been going an hour and 20 minutes, and I still probably got an hour and 20 minutes left on the cigar. I, I mean, think I've got like 15 more. Yeah, but that's that's normal. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not normal. Yeah, Rob doesn't smoke cigars. He just pretends. It's only went out once on me. I'm, it's fine. Are you ready? Go. We can close this out, Rob. Go. We're going to go long. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't hear anything because it's going to be the outro music. Um, 
I can't hear anything in the outro music. What do you mean? Yeah, that's what's about to be playing. Oh, yeah? So you want to wrap it up? I can't hear it. Yeah, I know. I got to fade it in. I thought you pushed the button for the intro. Yeah, but it's also our outro music. Oh, so the buttons work for two different things. (laughs) No, it's the same song. Oh, I got you. (laughs) All right, cool. Well, thanks for stopping in. Yeah, yeah. You can uh, find me on Instagram at the Whiskey Pastor. Yep, and I'm at Final Third Cigar. Thanks for listening, Dan, and we will see you soon. Cheers. Cheers. One more. (laughs) See you guys. Later. Schnitzel, bitches.